Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. Welcome back, everybody. I am so, so excited to be here today. I have a phenomenal guest that I know you're going to want to hear from. This has been something that has been an area of confusion for me over the years. And I know for some of my other, you know, friends and people I've had conversations with, it's the same. So I have Sarah Brown with me today. She's a holistic esthetician and a skin coach. And Sarah's a virtual skin coach for mature women, specifically 30 years and over. She's got 16 years of industry experience as a a therapist and a lecturer. And she decided to step away from traditional skincare in 2015 to pursue her career, which treats the skin as a whole, not superficially with products. Sarah supports women to uncover their potential triggers and accelerators to tackle concerns at the root cause and customize a self-care ritual to fit into their lifestyle. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Absolute pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I know it's <laughs> it's been one of those... We'll say areas of it's, it's like this elusive area where there's so much in front of you all the time. And so for me, this is a really interesting conversation because I think it will, you know, I'm learning as much as everyone listening around some of these topics. And I feel like skincare is one of those things we all hear about, we know we should do, mm-hmm. but it gets a little overwhelming with all the marketing and the mixed messaging out there. So can you share a little bit about holistic skincare? Like, what is it? Yeah, absolutely. This is still a very untouched topic. The secret to long-term usefulness, I feel, as a professional esthetician, the, when I decided to step away from traditional skincare, everything I knew, everything I taught in and taught others, and discovered key factors that actually influence our concerns was an absolute game changer for me. It was immediately exhilarating. I knew from a very young age that I wanted to do something that generally helped people. And the traditional skincare just never sat right with me. I always felt cheated by the industry. You know, I wasn't personally getting the results that I wanted from it. So I knew there was something I needed to do differently, which led me down the path of holistic skincare. And I think a lot of people believe holistic skincare is just about practicing, you know, organic ingredients and it's all very airy-fairy, but that is very much tip of the iceberg of it. Holistic skincare is about treating the skin as a whole and it's more about mindsets, mindset, nutrition, what we're putting in our body and really starting to listen to what our body's telling us. Our skin is constantly communicating with us on a daily basis we just need to learn the art of listening. And what holistic skincare will do is it'll allow you to reach a deeper level within your body to achieve long-term skin success. Mm, I love that. That's so cool what you said. If we listen, our skin will tell us. It's trying to talk to us. Yeah. And I've been learning this as I've been kind of diving into, you know, this whole concept of healing from within and 
So what can our skincare tell us then? Is there any red flags? Like I talk about breakouts and rashes and stuff like that, but is there any red flags that you see really commonly and how do we even get to the root of it if we don't know what we don't know kind of? Yeah, I think I always start with teaching people how to learn to listen to their skin. You know, our skin, like I say, is communicating with us on a daily basis and it is pretty much a mirror of what's going on inside our body. Skin concerns, like you say, are a way of our body communicating with us a potential problem or a poor habit diet, poor habits. And I always put it this way to my coaching clients. So you know when somebody is upset, worried, stressed, not very well, it comes out in their skin. You can tell by just looking at somebody. You know, even color changes in the skin can sometimes indicate an underlying illness. So it's telling us, it's communicating with us all the time. So when you are feeling positive and energetic and you're on that right balance, that also radiates through our skin. You know, when somebody's happy and buzzy and energetic and really healthy, you can see that in their skin. So it works kind of both ways. And I think we are so conditioned to believe that skincare concerns happen because of poor skincare routines, that we're not using the right products or we're not using enough products. And that is can't be further from the truth you know it really does start with you you need to invest in you not the skincare industry to really get long-term skin results and you know what the red flags for me that tend to come up are you know no product alone is going to fix a concern particularly aging concerns no product if you hear out there this miracle product is going to solve all your issues you know it's going to remove pigmentation it's going to remove the frown lines you need to start with the root cause before you start dealing with the signs and symptoms and I'm not saying products don't have a place within skincare they do but they only contribute to 10 percent you know 90 percent of skin concerns are triggered from within 90 percent so that must give an indication that they need to be treated from within before you start dealing topically with products and i think we often fall into the trap of buying our way out or feeling unhappy with our appearance and that often is very unsuccessful and successful unsuccessful it's expensive and we're Mm -hmm. often binging on the wrong approach we're often binging, I'll get that facelift that's going to help with sagging jawlines and cheeks and, you know, buy our products to help reduce large pores and acne and rosacea. And that might mask the symptom for a little while, but it's not going to deal with the root cause. And that's where the skincare industry wins. It keeps us coming back for more. And that's why I decided to step away from it because it didn't feel right with me. Mm, it's like a moral obligation now, kind yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. So you're kind of going. And it is. It's so interesting, too, because you mentioned, I mean, it's time consuming. It's expensive, all the things that you said. But if we just if we can look at it from this perspective, I imagine we can shift. We can let ourselves give ourselves the permission to say, OK, I don't need to spend on that cream. Instead, I'm going to spend on some higher quality food or a gym membership or whatever it is that's going to give us the things that we need to be able to influence that 90 percent. Yeah, like a couple of things when I work with clients, the key concerns that come up are kind of forehead lines, 11 lines, those deep horizontal lines. 
And they are triggered from our habit. Holding tension, overexpressioning, that is caused by a habit. No product out there is going to stop one, your habit, and two, help reduce muscle tension. There's no product out there that does it. People might say, oh, well, why don't we just go and get Botox? That's a product. If you knew the actual truth behind what Botox does, yes, it relaxes the muscle, but by relaxing the muscle, that isn't actually going to help with those deep horizontal lines. Now, this is a whole other topic that I could get on. (laughs) By relaxing the muscle, by paralyzing it, if you're lying in bed for six months, not moving, what's going to happen? You're weakening the muscle even further. And that's what's causing the fine lines and wrinkles in the first place is weak muscles and too much tension. Puffiness. People go, oh, you know, I'm too puffy. got puffiness around the eyes. Put on an eye cream. Well, that's not the solution to deal with that particular trigger. The trigger is from maybe a sluggish lymphatic system holding too much fluid in that area. You know, our bone structure widens as we get older so more fluid can get trapped in that area. It might be inflammation within the body. You have to deal with the root cause. The cream isn't going to stop that from happening. And that's why people, I feel, tend to fail when they try to achieve their skincare goals is because they're approaching it in the wrong way. And they're just masking signs and symptoms and keep going, keep going, product hopping, try something different. And they're not actually dealing with the problem itself. That makes a ton of sense, especially if it's something that is like I know someone in my close circle who has dealt with some pigmentation changes and on her face. And so she's like, I need to figure this out now like this. I don't like this. It's not in a hidden area. And so she's like, what? very motivated to figure something out and so of course very expensive trying all these things the hope the waiting is it going to help but I think it's so good to be able to understand it from this perspective because you can actually get the results you want and they can last instead of it being like a false positive kind of thing yeah so when it comes to So we know our skin is talking to us and some of those red flags. How do we, like, what are the key elements to influence our skin's appearance? What are the things, if it's not go for the products, go for the Botox, what is our first line of defense kind of thing right now? So to identify triggers, like what's going on and taking an act, is that the question? Yeah. Like if we have something, for example, we'll just say that pigmentation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is like, where can we even start to to look mm-hmm. as something internally? Like, do we go talk to someone? Do we start a, like some different rituals in our life? Are there areas like nutrition that affect us more than others? Yeah, well, there's three key factors that really influence our skin's appearance. And when I go into this training with my clients, it kind of blows their mind where it's approaching skincare in a way that they never had thought of ever before. So it comes down to one mindset, you know, whether you're in a fixed or growth mindset, your mind is such a powerful organ that controls our thoughts. Our thoughts become actions, our actions become habits and habits are what are affecting and influencing our skin's appearance. So first of all, you really do need to identify what's causing the trigger. And you can talk to somebody like an esthetician or dermatologist. For instance, let's talk about maybe, you know, dark circles. That's a common one that people come to me say, you know, I've got dark circles, you know, how do I deal with this? 
The next thing you need to do is collect data. So regarding the concerns, you start monitoring your actions, your behaviors. Is there any behavior that is potentially accelerating or triggering that concern? So with dark circles, it might be lack of sleep, it might be poor circulation, it might be hereditary, it might be thin skin. And this is why it's so difficult because there's so many different factors that could influence that trigger. Sometimes you do need to reach out for that professional to really help dig deep into your lifestyle of what's actually behind the scenes. Once you start monitoring that, you can really start picking down and thinking, yes, it's sleep or yes, it's thin skin or yes, it's hereditary. And then you can identify solutions and implement the change. Now, that can only happen when you're in the right frame of mind. This is why mind that is so powerful. Skin mindfulness is one of the first modules that I go through with my clients because you need to have the right mindset. So a lot of people, a lot of us are in a fixed mindset, which is very self-destructive. It's very judgmental. It's very negative. And that's just, you know, tends to be how we're brought up. Our brain is in survival mode. Our brain is wired for survival mode. And also we have society influences of all those quick fixes that we can have, which often lead to feeling demotivated and frustrated. When you're in a growth mindset, when you've shifted that into a growth mindset, you're more open to change. You are more realistic at goalposts change. You're more proactive and more positive to dealing with those habits and dealing with those triggers to actually implement long-term consistency, which is what actually gets rewards. Mm. Mindset is a big thing when it comes to dealing with your triggers. And then once you've identified the solutions, you're in a right mindset to continue with those better habits. So it might be you have to drink more. It might be you have to, you know, circulate fluid around the eye to drain it, boost circulation, boost collagen. You're in a better frame of mind to be able to implement all those new habits. And then it's down to just monitor and sustain those. As I say, skincare is self-care. And when you're in that right frame of mind and you can create habits that are easy and that creates sustainability, sustainability creates consistency, consistency delivers rewards. And how it happens when you're dealing with a trigger is you got to be realistic. So I love your focus on mindset. That's so interesting. I haven't heard that before when it comes to skincare. So what I'm hearing you say is that the mindset influences your ability to have an attitude to show up and know that you have the power to make change. You have the control over your life. You may not have control over everything, but you have the control to have an attitude that you that can be part of a change for you and also can allow you to go and seek help, find out what the root cause is. And so that's why it's so important as part of this yeah is that am I hearing that right absolutely yeah and again I'm known as the unusual beautician because there is method to be my madness number one module I work on mindset and it's because of this your habits influences your skin's success but your mind influences your habits oh that's so good and so true this is why you have to have your mind on your side and your mind and your skin are closely connected. It's been scientifically proven now. There's been a spin-off to dermatology called psychodermatology, where scientists have now realized there is a strong connection between the mind and the skin. 
And estheticians, we know that our skin is communicating with us what's going on inside our body, what habits are triggering these concerns. And how I explain it to my coaching clients is when you're feeling embarrassed, do you blush? When you get scared, do you get the goosebumps? Or when you're nervous, do you sweat? They are just a couple of examples of how undoubtedly the skin and the mind are closely connected and how they communicate with each other. And even down to, you know, color changing in our skin, for some doctors, they only have to look at you and know that you've got an underlying illness. So you really need to learn the art of listening to your skin and then have the right mindset to be able to approach that. So within kind of my skincare teaching, it's all about you. You are the one that influences your skin success, not the skincare industry. It's you. It's your mindset, your habits, your nutrition, your skin and gut axis is very closely connected. Your dietary choices massively influence your skin's success. And then it does come down to your ritual. So skincare needs to happen throughout the whole day, not just 10 minutes in the bathroom. It needs to happen all day long. And some people say, whoa. I'm completely overwhelmed by that. But it's simple things. And I do things now subconsciously. Skincare needs to be self-care and self-care needs to be your lifestyle. So skincare becomes you. So I will automatically make sure my posture is correct. That prevents double chins. That prevents jowls. I will also make sure I've retrained my muscle memory within my forehead not to overexpression through facial yoga, retraining through awareness, retraining my mind to tell me when I'm over frowning, when I'm hunching. There's lots of things that you can do throughout the day to prevent the trigger from happening, which is causing that concern. There's no good investing in Botox or, you know, expensive monthly facials or products when you're undoing all that hard work throughout the rest of the day. You have to deal with the root cause first, and then you can do other bits and pieces if you want to, but otherwise you're just going to be chasing your tail. Right. It's so funny. Years ago, I worked at a salon and spa, and I remember the esthetician there whenever I tend to do this a lot, and she's like, you have to stop doing that. You're overexpressioning, and you're going to get wrinkles on your forehead, and I always... I hadn't even, that didn't even cross my mind, but it makes so much sense. You're saying it here again. And it's just those habits and those rituals. And like you said, I think that gives hope too, that if you're just doing it, you've created a habit and you're just doing it in your subconscious mm -hmm. now, like you might just straighten up and fix your posture just out of habit now. And it gives hope because anybody can develop those habits. Yeah. They just have to have their mindset, like you said, in the right place. Yeah. So this is awesome. You mentioned nutrition. Yeah. Do you have any nutrition rules? I'm saying that in like quotes or whatever, <laughs> but nutrition rules for incredible skin. What is, and yeah. I mean, I imagine sugar is terrible, but. <laughs> yeah, fortunately it's not good for us as we all know, but we all want it. And I don't ever say to my clients, oh, you know, go on a strict diet or anything like this. That module for yeah called kitchen skincare. I call it kitchen skincare. It's one of the most it. easiest habits and most enjoyable habits to influence your skin's success. So a few rules. Again, I always say, listen to your body, listen to your skin, 
you know, most people say, oh, you know, when it's been Christmas and you've been out drinking and high rich foods, they'll get outbreaks or their skin will get a bit more oily or they'll get puffy. Listen to your skin of how it's communicating with you. Also, like, how do you feel energy levels? You know, are you suddenly slumping throughout the day? Do you just not feel good? And digestive responses too. Are you getting bloated? Listen to your body of what you're putting inside it. Does it work for you or does it not? Because everybody's different. Some people have intolerances. Some people don't. You know, some people can stomach gingers. Some people can't. So the one key thing I, I always say is the first thing that you put in your body should be a skin food to set you up for success for the rest of the day. I personally always start my day with a superfood skin drink. Now, I'm not saying you've got to go and make a massive smoothie. I'm not one for smoothies. I haven't got time to sit there and stomach a whole pint of fluid. My approach is quick and easy through superfood shots. So these are things that you can make at home, cheap and easy, you know, no fancy exotic fruits or anything that you need. Just simple things like coconut water, cucumber water, ginger, turmeric. All these things are really powerful to help kickstart the body and to, you know, help your skin receive what it needs for your result. You want to look good. You want your skin to glow. You want your skin to be less puffy. Then what are you giving it? Is your skin communicating with you? And are you communicating with your skin? So it works both ways. And I always say, like a lot of nutritionists said, and I'm not a nutritionist, but eat the rainbow. That's one good thing. Like you said, cut down with sugar. Sugar is a huge inflammatory to the body. To avoid these days, but you need to really be more aware of the sugar intake that you're having. Also, eat raw if you can. Raw foods are better and stay hydrated. Now, I don't mean chugging down a load of water. There's much more interesting and fun ways and more impactful ways to hydrate the body from within. One from food. When your digestive system absorbs fluid from food, it's far more impactful for the body. Things like coconut water is massively hydrating for the body. It's a bit more tasty. It's a bit more fun, but more than water. You do need to drink water, but there are more fun ways of hydrating the body from within. And also eating like fermented like foods and things like the synergy drinks. Have you heard of the synergy drink? Yes. Yeah, like the kombucha, I can't ever say it. That the tea. Yeah, kombucha. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. That has everything your skin needs. And we need to be protecting the gut, healthy gut, happy skin. And those type of and drinks and foods have high levels of like vitamins and minerals. And the key thing is that they really help keep the good bacteria in. We have good bacteria on our skin and also good bacteria in our gut. And we need those to be balanced for good skin success, especially for long term. Mm, so good. It's funny, I'm actually on my own skincare journey and I realized something recently, which has been really interesting for me, is set my gut health all wonky with overindulging in caffeine. Mm -hmm. And that was one, I never drank caffeine, I never, well, caffeine, I drank caffeine and tea, and, mm -hmm. but I never drank coffee until I was probably mid 20 uh no sorry early 30s and i realized i was like why is my skin like and that was a thing my skin was telling me something 
And I realized that I had thrown off my gut health with just drinking too much coffee all of a sudden. And when I, it, but it took a little bit of figuring out and process of elimination of, okay, what have I started doing that I didn't do before? And so there was a little bit of that, but I, it's such an encouraging thing once you can nail it mm-hmm. because that to me feels so much more sustainable than finding, sure, you could argue the same thing if you find some magical product, but I don't think it's necessarily going to, had I found a magical product that helped my skin, I don't think it's the same effect that I'm going to get by reducing my caffeine. And that's the thing. The first thing people reach for is a topical solution. It's because we've been trained by the skincare industry to do that where, yeah, it might make your skin feel nice, but you're just going to have to keep buying that product because that dry skin is going to keep coming back because you're not dealing with the root cause. And like you say, you discovered the coffee was playing havoc within your skin. Just flip that. Just imagine if you were doing a good superfood shot in the morning, how that would impact your skin. We so often dismiss the holistic approach of have a good mind because a good, happy mind is going to radiate through your skin. You know, having a good nutrition and looking after your gut is going to radiate through your skin. Reducing stress, stress levels, All these things tend to be swept under the carpet. But when you look at the negative impacts of doing other things, they show within our skin. So why wouldn't good things do the same thing? Right. Yes. It's simple things that we just dismiss and don't think about. Yeah. It's a little easier to go and say there's something externally that's going to fix me as opposed to taking ownership of the fact that you might have been part of wreaking the havoc on your own body. For me, I'm like, oh, what? I have to give up coffee. But and I like your idea. That's I'm so interesting because the thing is, I reinforced over the last couple of years, this we'll call it bad habit. It's not a bad. It's just a habit that's bad for my body doesn't like it. And so to be able to just take that and swap it out for a good habit what a cool way to keep the habit essentially yeah but just shift it from something that's not serving me yeah. to something that is serving me and so if you're listening and you're finding the same maybe it's not coffee maybe it's something else but maybe there's a habit that's contributing to your skin health yeah. that you can just take that time or that in whatever you're doing that intention you're drinking your morning cup of whatever and swap it out for something else and then you don't even have to reprogram and start a new habit you just have to swap the thing and that's it makes it so much easier (laughs) you've already developed the habit yeah okay so now I need to figure out a good you'll have to tell me your morning shot or whatever (laughs) yeah create little menu for my coaching clients specifically for their needs but there are a few kind of classic basic ones and for me I don't mind ginger Ginger juice. So I literally just grate an inch of ginger on a grater. I don't do any juicing or blitzing. I ain't got time for that. You know, I'm not. <laughs> got a grater and a little sieve. That's me. I'm very old school. So grate an inch of ginger. And the secret here is to keep the skin on all the powerful antioxidants. There's over 40 antioxidants in ginger, and all of those lay directly underneath the skin. So if you're peeling ginger, You've got rid of all the best bit. So grate, just wash it, grate the ginger, and then just squeeze it with your hands or squeeze it through a little sieve. And you'll get roughly around a tablespoon's worth of juice. 
Now I mix that with some water because it is like drinking fire, but literally that's my thing. This is powerful and concentrated. I take it down in one shot, follow it with a little bit of water, boom, I'm done for the day. No blitzing, no juicing, no buying expensive products, no making smoothies that I've got to sit there and drink for the next hour because I'm rubbish at drinking things. So that's my approach. I'm on the go person and it's about things that fit into your lifestyle. Habits influence your skin. You have to believe in that. And then what you do is create cues within your environment to make the habit easy. And like you say, what we're doing is not creating a new habit because what they say is a behavior takes six to eight weeks to become a habit. The behavior or an action takes six to eight weeks to become a habit. So instead of, like you say, trying to create a new habit, just swap it out with a good one. And you just got to realize what habits are influencing your trigger to be able to change those habits into better influencing ones. It's simple as that. That's such a sip. That's the thing, the especially the skincare industry or the just marketing in general, want you to think that's complicated so that their product looks easier. But in truth, it doesn't have to be. I love that. I love how simple you just shared. And that's something that's totally doable for the average person that's on the go and doing things, has a busy day. So we've got a ritual as far as like having our little morning shot. Is there any other rituals that you do every day that for skincare, and everyone's going to be a bit different, obviously. It's not what works for one person. It's going to work for everyone. But is there any other good go-to rituals? Yeah, I mean, I can quickly fly through my day, just very briefly, just to show you how my skincare works throughout the whole day. As an esthetician, it's crazy to think that I use only two products on my skin or three products a day, and I spend like three minutes in the bathroom. That's me. I'm done. No makeup, I put a bit of mascara on, I'm confident enough to just walk out the door and deal with life. So first thing I do when I wake up, I make sure that I do a body scan. So I will again become more aware of, okay, how am I feeling? Run through, am I in a related, you know, state of mind? My issues with my forehead wrinkles for me. And so I would always make sure that one, I put my muscles into the state of relaxation. And there's no good going through your day when you're already tense. Again, scientifically been proven that as humans, we hold all our tension in our jaw, in our face. So hence why things can tend to go kaput when we get a bit older. But that's the first thing I do. Body scan, I will do some facial massage or some tapping movements to put my muscles into a state of relaxation. I get up and I have a mindful shower. So I'll put a couple of essential oils in the base of my shower and have an aromatic experience. You can really have any emotional feeling that you want through essential oils. During the shower, then I will do my lift and tone cleanse, which takes literally 60 seconds to 90 seconds. So while I'm in the shower, I do that. I also say some positive affirmations, feeding my mind positive thought. Your words do become actions. Simple things that I always say to my clients is, say to yourself, I have everything I need to achieve skin success. You have everything you need. You have you. You don't need anybody else. As long as you've got you and the right mindset, you can control your habits throughout the day. Then out the shower, do all my brush my teeth, applying my facial oil. I might do a bit more tapping. Then I'll go and do my superfood shop. 
have a, a good breakfast, get the kids out the door for school, all that jazz. While I'm in the car driving these kids to school, I'll check my posture automatically. Boom, my posture's there. And I'll do some facial yoga moves while I'm in the car. And then throughout the rest of my day, I'm constantly checking in with my habits. So I'll make sure that I'm not overexpressioning when I'm talking. I will self-check in and make sure that I'm not frowning. Is my posture correct, which isn't going to create jowls? Other little things throughout the day, you know, making sure that if I am stressed, I do conscious breathing. I might do some tapping. And then in the evening, again, it's just a quick cleanse, tapping techniques. When I'm in bed, I will also make sure I put my muscles into the state of relaxation. You don't want to sleep on tense muscles. And then the routine starts again. There's more things that I will do for my particular triggers. But you can see how skincare needs to happen throughout the whole day. And it isn't something that you need to think, oh, I need to stop everything and do this. I need to go in the bathroom and do this. I need to go and get my cream to do this. It doesn't work like that. These are all mm. things that are happening because of my lifestyle and my lifestyle cues that create sustainability. And sustainability will create consistency. Consistency creates rewards. Oh, my gosh. That seems, when you say it like that, it seems so... It's just constantly checking in with yourself throughout the day and just self-regulating throughout the day. Yeah, that's it. No cream, no product is going to do that for you. You have to deal with the root cause and the root cause is yeah. by a habit or a reaction. And again, with especially talking about dietary habits, a lot of people might have an intolerance and unaware of it and they're getting these hormonal outbreaks and they've tried everything every topical product everything keeps coming back why because it's triggered from within and until they realize and think oh it's actually dairy nothing wrong with my pill or my hormone reception you know or whatever it was actually down to dairy because dairy's got a lot of hormones in it nowadays and as soon as they remove dairy from their diet it clears up crazy oh my gosh so is there any products that you do use you said like just a simple face oil and yeah I'm very I follow a holistic approach so it's all very organic nothing in there I know exactly what I'm putting on my skin if you turn over your skincare product and you have no idea what those products are why are you even putting it on your skin, in my opinion? You know, we put so much trust in the skincare industry, which is not regulated. It's not. But because it's on a product and sold in a store, we think it's okay when, unfortunately, it's not. So I always educate to make sure you know exactly what you're putting on your skin. And those products are directly influencing your concern. So I use fractionated coconut oil. It's ultra lightweight. It doesn't smell of anything. If it smells of coconut, it's got perfume in it. Let me just put that out there. So I just use a basic oil for my cleanse. Oil, a pre-oil cleanse is essential for any skin type, any concern. If you went for a professional facial, they should start with an oil pre-cleanse. Why? Because oil attracts oil. It removes everything and it doesn't disturb the pH level of your skin. So I use just an oil over my skin to get rid of anything that's on there, remove it. And then I go on with, again, fractionated coconut oil with frankincense. Frankincense is the king of anti-aging oils. And I roll that on and then I will do my tapping or some massage movements. And then I will add on an SPF and I'm out the door. 
that's it. But oh and I'm gone. In the evening, I will add in instead of the SPF, I will add in a moisturizer. Just a little tip out there. If you do suffer with dry skin or you're in the mature age range, moisturizers do not moisturize. Moisturizers prevent moisture loss. So if you have dry skin, you need to hydrate your skin first by using an oil or a serum and then use a moisturizer on top to trap in the moisture. Now, that's how you're going to create hydrated skin. When you sleep at nighttime, that's the time your skin repairs itself. So if you are going to use a fancy serum or an expensive moisturizer, that's the time to use it. So the skin has time to understand what you're trying to get it to do and it can have the time to use that. And it also, that's the time where you lose most moisture loss during the nighttime. So most skins, I would always recommend to have a moisturizer on at nighttime. And that's all I do. Wow. Oh my gosh. It seems so simple. I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast episode. Take yeah. notes. I don't <laughs> take notes so I can do this. This is yeah. amazing. Oh my gosh. No fancy exfoliators, no fancy serums, no fancy eye creams. Because I'm treating my concern from within. So I don't need any of that product fuss. Yeah. That's such a, I hope that's a weight off of people's shoulders or a breath of relief that it's like, okay, I can, I know where to start. I know I can start from within. I know it doesn't have to be simple or sorry, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. And just having that mindset, treating from within, finding the triggers or the things that set you off. And then having something simple in place to just be checking in through with yourself throughout the day. It's so simple that it feels it's like relief. Yeah. I think and sometimes it sounds so simple that you think it's not gonna work because you're not having yeah. to put all that money and time and energy investment into it. Holistic skincare is about becoming the best version of you. Feeling and looking your very best. The feeling is the most important part because that's what's gonna radiate through. Totally. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. So tell us, where can we find you, follow you, work with you, all the things? Yeah, so I'm on the classic, the Instagram, Sarah Brown. On there, I have lots of freebie tips on there. There's also within the bio link, you can head over there and also download my freebie, the guided consultation. That helps people find out what's holding them back from skin success. And also it helps you learn how to discover your trigger. And then for those who need a little bit more accountability, I do offer one-to-one virtual skin coaching sessions and they're held, held over a six-week period. It's just one hour a week. We kind of get together and that's for anyone who really wants to make a quick turnaround and needs that accountability and support. It's all guided. And that just really helps you build consistency. The reason why it's six weeks is like I said, before it takes six to eight weeks for a behavior to become a habit so I'm with you throughout that whole six weeks so when at the end you're ready to you have consistency already to continue to achieve long-term skin success and on my website it's simple www.sarahbrownskin.com You've got all the information on there. You can join my uh, weekly newsletter. And also there's information about the coaching on there too. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Thank you. We'll make sure to put all the notes in the show notes as well. So when you're listening, just check the show notes. You'll have an easy click and go way to all the links that Sarah just mentioned. 
Sarah, thank you again for sharing your wisdom and your insights. We are so thankful to have you here. Thank you for letting me uh, put it out there. As I say, holistic skincare is still a very unknown niche. So I appreciate the opportunity to raise more awareness of a natural approach to achieve long-term skin success. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.